So I love that. Um, uh, so first, I love that thing about peace. The wor- Christ came to bring peace, but not like the world brings peace. Now, just have to say today is also a feast day of this woman who I admire. Um, so here's the odd part. Uh, her name was Miriam Teresa Jankovic. Um, anyhow, uh, she was... Uh, her parents were immigrants from Europe, Ruthenian, which is kind of, um, uh, the Ruthenians are from the Ukraine and Slavic areas. Anyhow, um, she actually grew up in New Jersey, immigrant family, but um, always very devout. And I know it, just the fact that she's from New Jersey should shock you. Who would know? We have a Catholic saint named Mary from New Jersey, of all places. Really, I, I didn't think it was possible. But if you go to Newark, um, there, um, it, she's, her remains are in, the, I think, the Cathedral in Newark. But anyhow, um, so she's kind of amazing because she was a lot like uh, Therese, the little flower, uh, where she was just gifted. And she said one day she was praying the rosary, looking out the window, and then she said all of a sudden it was filled with light and the Virgin Mary appeared before her. Now, um, after that, she becomes this nun uh, known for her intensity. And this is the really bizarre part, I'm just, that um, she was just spiritually gifted. So the priest or spiritual advisor, um, she secretly wrote all his conferences his homilies were actually hers. And he comes out later and says, no, she, she was brilliant. She's the one who did it all. I just think it's kind of funny. She was the one who was writing it all. But um, she actually dies, like Therese, very young um, from an illness. But this sounds kind of strange. For her, um, her ministry was intense work, intense love. And even despite her sickness, um, she just always had peace that God was with her. Christ was with her. Devotion to Mary. Mary was with her. So, like I think about her, because to, today's her feast day, but also Christ says about peace, but not like the world gives peace. So think about this. Um, even despite sickness, uh, poverty, um, Miriam had this great sense of joy and peace. But the peace that the world kind of gives is the complete opposite. So, give you an example, like um, drugs. I think a lot of youth have a high rate of drugs and they think drugs give them peace. I, I literally have heard somebody say, you know, I use pot because I have anxiety issues. Well, I have anxiety issues, it's my number one sin. I probably shouldn't even drink coffee in public. Um, and if I really, if the science was there that pot would remove anxiety, Eileen, I'd be asking you for part of your stash. But um, actually the study is this, actually smoking pot does temporarily uh, reduce your anxiety, but then it just comes up higher and higher. So you need more and more pot constantly. It increases your anxiety. It gives you temporary relief but it enslaves you in this cycle. So if you talk to any addiction experts, they tell you, no, you need to get off pot to free yourself from anxiety. Um, so instead of taking pot, I know this sounds kind of strange, 
Why not take Christ in the Eucharist, the giver of peace? Not the peace of uh, addiction, but true peace. Or think about this. Uh, the world, the type of peace that the world gives actually leads to more isolation. Go back to drugs. Anybody who's on drugs, yeah, they get temporary uh, peace, but they become more and more isolated from other people and increases your depression. The word peace in Hebrew, shalom, it does mean tranquility, but it also means, it's a double meaning, means unity. That the more and more peace you have, the more you're united with other people. Uh, the world doesn't give that kind of peace. That's what the resurrection gives. The more we move into the resurrection, the more I realize we are all one. I am connected to you, and you are connected to me. And so, like, the peace that the world gives when Christ says that, you have to think of the Roman Empire. Because at the time period, how the Romans would greet each other is, is I'm a Roman citizen, and let's say Ed is, you'd say Pax Romano, the peace of Rome. But here's my question. How did Rome create peace in the world? War. They would always, it was always through war that they're going to come in and kick teeth and take names and they would conquer people, but that's not real priests. That's peace. That's just submission. And so Christians in the liturgy, as really an anti-Roman, anti-cultural thing, they would offer each other Pax Christi, the peace of Christ. And actually, they would actually kiss. There's four kisses in Mass. But, so before we receive the Eucharist, the source of our peace and unity, we would actually offer each other Pax Christi, the kiss of peace. Um, I love that. So I hate to say this, over and over again, with depression and drug addiction, which I'm praying for these years, I hope we learn the secret of Miriam. Um, the ancient secret of the Catholic Church, the source of peace is not drugs or violence. The source of peace is more Christ. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.